Good day to you and yours. Hope you're all doing well. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I'm coming off of a three-day weekend. And, you know, we hear those words and we automatically think, man, that must have been cool. You had a three-day weekend? Where'd you go? What'd you do? Well, you know, some three-day weekends are planned and scheduled and maybe you have a little getaway. And uh, sometimes you're just doing some matters that you'd rather not be doing. (laughs) And mine being the former, although not entirely, but somewhat within there, yes. And uh, that's what I want to talk about this morning. And uh, Sunday... Sunday became farm day. Um, When you have cattle on your property, even when you only have seven, you have issues like cows busting fences. And then you have cows busting fences multiple times. And so, after chasing cows around for several hours... And, uh, was that Saturday night? Yes, it was Saturday night is when it started. You know, you, uh, have a good patience test. And I did pretty well for the most part. I mean, I've, I've learned to roll with, with that type of thing a little bit more. I mean, a lot more than, than, you know, say a year ago. But it is somewhat frustrating when you're trying to get a 800 pound plus animal to do something it doesn't want to do and uh, you know that gets a little frustrating but trying to take on the approach of my neighbors which is that's just the way it is that's just the way it goes these things happen yes okay (laughs) Uh, so yesterday though was nice me and a friend spent a beautiful day running some new fence and, and repairing all that. and Now that part I like. I mean, that's enjoyable. I, I like doing that. And, uh, you know, some other things around the property got accomplished that was fun and finished the day with friends. And, you know, that's... that's I like that part. Um, had a new friend over Saturday night in the midst of all these other things going on. So, you know, it's it's good things within it, but Otherwise, just some some things I didn't really have on the table uh, to spend a, a big chunk of time on. But, you know, in the midst of that, like even in that, trying not to grumble and complain. Because, and, I mean, the reality is I have the ability to just randomly take yesterday off and run fence. And praise the Lord, I have property to run a fence on and friends to help me with it. And so, like anything, I mean, it's just all about our mindset and our approach. And, um, you know, are we even in those things? Are we, I mean, this is kind of where I've really been thinking a lot lately is how things have just kind of been busy and, and, and somewhat distracting to spiritual matters. Um, just... A, a varying life conditions and things that have needed time. Um, 
And so I've really been in the midst of these things, like how, how do I really live according to my spiritual man, my and with the mind of Christ, like active and functioning in my life, when I'm not doing something quote spiritual? And you know, people will say, I can already imagine these conversations. Should this actually be one? Which of course it is not. But were it one? people would just quickly be, I mean, because I have had these conversations. Well, you know, you're not like spiritual when you're doing Bible things and, and something else when you're working. No, I know that. I mean, I get that. And so I'm not saying, oh, well, how do you live a Christian life when you're working and, and digging fence posts? I mean, I'm not saying that like, our spirituality somehow disappears or we're a lesser man or anything like that. But what I am saying is like when you're, I guess, used to having a lot of time to study and to write and to pray and to gather and have dialogue, um, you know, these these days roll around that are start early and end late and just don't really have much of those components within them, it is, it's challenging for me to, okay, you know, keep my focus. Again, we're not talking about like, you know, sinful behavior or, you know, unrighteous living. We're just talking about the, the, the necessary demands of, of a life, (laughs) And so obviously there's, there is growth to be had and things to be put into place that, that in a sense keep us, you know, thinking as spiritual men. And even in the mundaneness of um, just responsibilities, still maintain our focus. I mean, one of my friends here, he rented an excavator for several days. And he rode that thing for like 20 hours. And so obviously, you know, I wish he was with me. We'd, we'd probably tandem this thing and talk about what we do in those moments of like practicing still setting our minds on things above in the midst of natural tasks. Um, but as, as far as this weekend goes, I just wanted to share some thoughts. I I haven't really formulated many, um, but now here I am driving out to work, and so I kind of have some reflection time, so I just thought I'd turn this thing on in case it becomes anything that might, I feel, be beneficial to anyone else. Um, Because I'll be honest, I, I I share moments on here. I try to be transparent and honest with where I am and who I am, just because I think there's value in, value in us doing that with one another and kind of peering into one another's lives as much as we can. Like, obviously, that's kind of what this is, is often what God is teaching me and my family and um, our families here, like kind of where, what the Lord is revealing to us and stirring in us, most importantly, calls upon our life calls upon the body of Christ like obviously that's what this is primarily and I do want to be 
I don't want to ever make this just a, a session of, of like, I don't know, negativity or something that like, wow, that's yuck. <laughs> you know, I don't want to do that. But yet I do want to be honest and I want to also balance out the not yet realities of my life and even, I, I don't know, just present my own personal wrestlings on matters just to, I don't know, some camaraderie in, in our sanctification process. Like, man, I don't ever, ever, ever want to be perceived of like, man, well, I guess Joel doesn't really struggle with this or that. Man, I've got, I just don't want to turn this on and just share my own personal issues all the time. I would, I don't think anybody would want to listen to that. Um, but I do want to crack that door open a little bit today and almost pose as a question. And you know, I don't really, I do see people listen to this. I don't, I wish that there was more feedback. I wish there was an easier way for me to kind of hear where it lands with, with other people. I do hear that in measure. Um, but not, you know, I sure don't hear in response back to who's listening. Um, but there are a few, but whatever the case, I wish there was some way to be like, did that, did that speak to you in any way? You know, is this making sense? You know, what do you think about that? I say that with frequency. I know there are people listening who are wiser than me and more experienced than me. And I'm, I again, open myself to the open dialogue of, of, you know, mature godly advice and counsel. And I, I desire that I need that. And so I'll just, I'll put that out there again. Like, you know, this is no closed door, uh, experience where it's like, I'm telling you how things are. And like, you better, what you do with it is up to you. You know, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm open to any type of discussion. And this is a, a great example of that necessity. Um, so my weekend started off, you know, I shared in a previous uh, podcast that it's been, my gosh, eight, nine weeks ago now, 10 maybe. I got a speeding ticket. I had not got one for years. It's been a very long time, but I got a speeding ticket uh, for 10 miles an hour over the speed limit um, several months back. And I'm, again, I'm very frugal. I'm very cheap. And so I'm like, if I can do anything to keep this from going against, you know, my record, my insurance, like I don't want my insurance to go up a nickel. Um, like I'm real big on any recurring payments that I have to make a month. Like anything and everything I can do to eliminate monthly outgoing recurring billing, man, I'm all about it. Like I just don't want, I want as little as possible going out routinely as far as like what I've committed to. So obviously my motivation was just primarily that. I don't want it to go against me financially. And although I hadn't had a a uh, speeding ticket in a long time, I just, for whatever reason, I just, you know, it could happen again today if I'm not cautious and careful. And so I just wanted to avoid that. So as I shared in that previous podcast about, you know, as, as I came out of that court date, just kind of what I was feeling about the righteous judge of 
that God is, that the, the seat that he fills and uh, the being ex, expiated and, you know, justified and freed and just kind of those thoughts that came out of that. So obviously that same uh, issue being my speeding ticket has remained and I finally went to traffic school. I scheduled it and my date came um, Saturday. And I had, a, I had a friend that recently in Tennessee, because we live real close to the Tennessee border, she went to driving school there last year at some point, and it sounded just very, man, I'll, I'll totally do that. I'll pay the fee, um, I'll pay the court date, and it'll be about the same as my ticket anyway, but then it just disappears. And so, yeah, I'll go to driving school for an hour or two and you know, sign a paper and walk out. Yes, I'll totally do that. And so I scheduled this driving school in the state of Virginia now. I was in Virginia in a eastern county from where we are, about an hour and a half, two hours to the east. So I scheduled driving school in light of my friend's experience, like thinking that would be the case. And they didn't tell me anything about it. They didn't tell me any details. At that time, when I, when I scheduled it three weeks ago, or longer even, I didn't even know what time of day it was going to be. I knew my friend had gone in the evening. I had heard others who had taken this evening driving school. Um, and so obviously anything you're doing in the evening, you know it's going to be in pretty strict time parameters because it's evening. You're not going to be there till midnight. And so uh, the gentleman that I scheduled the school with called a few days before the school date and told my wife that, you know, I needed to be there at eight in the morning. Um, and so, okay, that's fine. You know, whatever. I don't really care when it is. I'm just ready to go do it and get it done. Um, and so eight o'clock comes Saturday morning, just a couple days back. And, and I'm obviously, I show up, I'm ready to go. I don't really know what it's going to entail. Um, my friend had rented that excavator that I already previously mentioned, and I was going to go work with him all day at his house, and I was going to get some other things done at the property, and, um, I was, I had several things in my mind kind of scheduled. And so it's a beautiful day of mind you, I mean, that, that, that will play a role here in just a minute as I explain my day. It was sunny and 70 and I was like oh yeah I'm, I'm ready to get this school done okay <laughs> you can kind of see where this is going so I show up at 745 there's nobody there and a few people start to mingle in as eight o'clock approaches and we go sit down um, at these tables facing a television which is blaring the morning news and the morning news is uh, the latest mass shooting and, you know, the, all the, all the drama around it and interviews and the, the neighbors saying, I, I, he was such a nice man. I never, I never knew he would be capable of, you know, all that stuff. And I'm just like, I do not want to start my day with mass shooting news. Okay. So I'm already, I'm a little bit set off from the beginning. That's not normal for me. I, I purposely avoid being indoctrinated by news and all the 
all the yucks that come with it. I don't want to. I don't want to start my morning at eight o'clock, sitting in a room with twenty strangers, watching news with people talking about blood and gore and shootings. Okay, that I don't. That's not how I. That's not how I start my day. All right. <laughs> And so I'm, I'm sitting there doing that. People are late. They are just moseying around, hanging out. The teacher is just talking to everybody and just sitting there as the news goes on. And so, okay, this is where, like, my issues come out, right? This is where my, my flaws begin to surface. <laughs> I'm, an impatient, I'm an impatient person. Um... I'm very impatient, and I, for whatever reason, now negative, it turns sometimes, and positive, it maybe originates in, but like, I really value my time, um, I really do, I, I don't, I don't like just sitting around, um, now, this, of course, has threads of control within it, issues with control of like, I was in an environment where I... I could do nothing about what my surroundings. And, you know, most of us, of course, live within the confines of our own structured lives. Like, most everything we're in the middle of is what we choose, right? I mean, our environments are conducive to what we desire them to be. I mean, that's most everyone's life. Um, But maybe mine, even in greater measure... Because I don't have a boss at work, you know, I work for myself, so I don't have anybody telling me where to go and what to do, and I'm already very much like that, I mean, and so, yeah, that, that's a flaw in me of like, when I'm put in an environment like that, where I literally have every control taken away from me, I just don't do well, I don't, I don't function well. Um, and I'll get to some other feelings and emotions and attributes within that in a minute. And so again, let's look at these things as like spiritual people. And even as I talk, I'm not just talking for the sake of you to just hear my story, but like these things in us and, and just asking the Lord, what do we do with these things, these feelings that we have, our responses to different circumstances that we find ourselves in and so it's 8 it's 8:15 it's 8:20 and we haven't even signed in yet and so i go up there like do i need to do something you know um can we maybe expedite this process a little bit and so oh yeah well you know everybody needs to come up and sign in and okay so <laughs> we all start to sign in um, 8.30 comes and goes, and the teacher starts to explain in front of the class that he likes to just give everybody some time. You know, I don't want to hurry anybody. Um, you know, and then he started using words. He started using phrases like, we've got all day. And I'm like, whoa, what, what did he just say? Did, did he just say we have all day? There's no reason to hurry? And, of course, this is when... This is when those feelings in me start like, oh no, what what is this? Some I need information. <laughs> uh, somebody needs to help me. 
And so, but nobody else seems concerned with these little hints he's dropping and what he's saying. And so my concern elevates more and more as every second passes. And so at this stage, I'm just kind of in a state of wondering what my day is going to look like. But no, surely, you know, we're going to be out of here in a couple hours because nobody said anything at all definitive. But then he starts speaking about the course and how it has six units and we're going to talk in between every unit and watch supplementary videos in between every unit and have discussion and and then he starts getting into how we're going to get to know one another and have icebreakers and it just helps us to talk with one another and just loosen up to get to know one another a little bit so that the day will go better. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, what, what, what is this day going to look like? It's, this day is not, it's not shaping up to be what I was thinking. Oh, and then he, then, and then he says what like thrust me right into... To, um, I'm trying to think of something that is like appropriate for all ages. Um, oh no! <laughs> oh oh no! Oh my goodness! <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> oh my gosh! And so then he says, in summary, that it's Virginia state law for you know Department of. Well, I don't know. It's not transportation. I don't know whatever. You know, uh, drivers, whatever. I don't know. Whoever it is that needs satisfied with us taking this course, the rules say that we have to be together for at least seven hours in order for it to be counted as fulfilled. And I'm literally, I'm having some minor freakouts inside. I'm literally like, did he just say what I think he said? Oh my gosh. Okay, so let me get to the point, right? He comes around, he says, you know, we're going to share about why we're all here. Share about your citation, where you were, what happened. (laughs) Was it a state trooper? Was it county? Was it city? And he likes to know. He wants to talk about that and engage with everyone every time. So it comes to every person and they... There were several people who shared for 10 or 15 minutes about where they were and they weren't guilty and they've heard about this before and all the, oh my goodness, how they've been in jail. (laughs) And y'all, I'm having a hard time, okay? I'm just going to be honest. Like, I would would like to say that my, my flesh man was saying, hello, how you doing? I am on the scene. And I was, I was really struggling with self-control and other attributes of, of one walking in the Spirit. <laughs> I was having a hard time. And so it comes around to me um, after, oh my gosh, after a very long time, it gets to my turn. And so I said my information 10 miles an hour. I was 65, 55. Tazewell County, state trooper. 
And I said, and I didn't say this, I don't believe. Now, I, I, I confess, sometimes I talk very serious, and I can come off as being real jerky. I admit that. I, I confess that. I know that. Anybody who knows me knows that. That's no surprise. Ask my wife. But my intention was not to be jerky, but just to be, like, very pointed. And, like, and so I said, and I prefaced it as clear as a bell, I said, I mean no disrespect, but I would like to respectfully ask that we stay on track with this course and not just sit and talk all day so that we can get this done. And the very next moment, I was right back in school. (laughs) I was right back in school getting reprimanded in front of the class. And paraphrase, the teacher said, well... If you're going to be a complainer, I'm not having it. There's the door. You can just go right now because I'm not listening to you complain all day. (sighs) I wasn't embarrassed. Perhaps I should have been. Maybe I should have been embarrassed. I wasn't embarrassed, but I was just like, I was misunderstood. Like, and that's another issue. I have. I I have trouble with being misunderstood. That's probably my biggest problem in my life is like, I need to be understood. I didn't mean it like that. I'm not, I'm not being rude. I'm just saying we're not here for that. I'm here to take a course and go home. (laughs) Um, but I was in the minority. Everybody else apparently saw it as a field trip day. And so I reckoned with that in that moment. I thought, I'm going to be here all day. Everybody else wants to be here all day. And so I need to shut my mouth. I need to submit myself. And I need to make sure that, not that I'm a bad witness and anything, but I mean just like in my heart, I need to make sure that I just shut my mouth and yield to the process of like, I'm here all day. And I can either sit here and think of every other thing I would rather be doing and just be a real rude dude (laughs) and make sure everybody knows it, or I can just be quiet and I can be humble. And it wasn't easy, and and I sure don't claim that I just, bing, all of a sudden I did that. (laughs) No, no, I, 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 there were waves of it as people would share after me about something and, and the teacher would say, oh, hey, I think I know who you're, you're, you are. Is your dad Walter from the fire department? Oh, well, yeah, he is. Oh, man, I've, how is he doing? I haven't talked to him since 1989. And, you know, he and I were on the fire department together and we used to eat lunch at Burger King and he would get a... He'd get the meal number three. He'd get the number three meal. He'd always order extra fries. Oh, man, your dad, we'd have the great... Oh, my gosh, y'all. Now, I made up all that last part. But, I mean, that's how it went. And so I felt like I was in the, I was in the meat press of God. <laughs> like, and it wasn't good. It wasn't pretty. And I, I didn't respond well. I felt like my son feels or at least how he demonstrates himself when he's told to do something he doesn't want to do because he has 10 other things he would rather do that are not on the list of what you told him to do. 
And so I gave myself to the process. I learned the foolishness that was being presented. You know, maybe you'll maybe you'll get a, a chuckle out of this. I do now, looking back. But like most of the most of the course was introducing these three conditions that men think according to and make decisions based upon. They were the child attitude state, the parent attitude state, and the adult attitude state. Today we're going to examine when you are behind the the wheel of a vehicle, are you operating that vehicle according to your child attitude state? If so, today we will examine your incorrect thinking according to your child attitude state. And like y'all, so much of it was like playing these scenarios of when somebody is in road rage mode and cuts you off and they stop the video. Are you thinking right now? Think about your emotions. Think about your feelings. Are you thinking according to your child attitude state? And people would say, They'd be leaning into the, into the um, TV. Yes, I am thinking according to my child attitude state. Oh my goodness, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, is this really happening? Is this really the condition of, of our generation of, of people on the earth, of like young adults? Oh my gosh, Lord help us. So, like, here I am now. I'm coming up to a stoplight, okay? I want to think according to my adult attitude state. I'm going to come to a complete stop. Okay, I've stopped. Okay, I'm. oh, it's green. I'm going to slowly accelerate because I don't want to think according to my child attitude state. All right? I'm. Oh, I hit the gas a little too quickly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so, y'all, I really wrestled through that. Now, now again, I don't claim to think that this podcast, maybe this is the lighthearted podcast I've been wanting to have for months. There's no deep truth within this. There's no revelation in hearing, man, Joel is a mess. He's got problems. Amen? Yes. Imagine the ones I don't record. Ah. <laughs> uh. And so, yes, what do we do? I mean, are you in an environment ever by, by your own doing or by accident that just kind of puts you in the vice and, and let's squeeze us and see what comes out? I'm thankful for that in the sense of now, praise the Lord, it's over. But like, what are we within that squeezes the juices of our attitudes and our emotions And just the fruit and outflow of our lives. What comes out, you know? Like the last time something put the squeeze on you, relationally, environmentally, like how'd you do? How did you do? Maybe you did awesome. There are certainly things that come. It's like, yes, praise the Lord. I'm I'm doing better. I'm changing. Yes, amen. Praise God. Seriously, praise God we're being changed and conformed into the image of the Son. Absolutely. 
I mean, I'd like to say years ago I wouldn't. I would have left. I would have said, you know what? Thanks for the invitation to go. I'm out of here. I'll, you know, I'll pay double. I mean, some of y'all who listen to this and know me personally, what what ultimately changed the absolute whole course of my life was wrapped up in me going through a weekend of torture where I was thrust barely by will into a situation that stripped away everything I controlled. And so, man, am I a believer about what is revealed and then can be left behind when those environments come, circumstances come, relationships come, where we have to walk in a level of self-control and like freedom to be who we are now in Christ and freedom to walk in and embrace that in greater measure. Because that's the that's the purpose of our now moments. That's the purpose of our being here. Is to be conformed into that image and stature of Christ Jesus. Which is always before us as a greater opportunity for us to walk into, right? It's always, it's immeasurable. It is unattainable in its fullness in our present state and condition. So, I hope this gave you a few smiles at my expense. But ultimately, just ask yourself, as I'm asking myself, like, God, what is it you what is it you want to squeeze out of me today? I choose to submit to the process. I may fight it, I may I may grip my teeth and say, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this, but God help me, because I'm your son. I'm your maturing son, but I'm still your son. Teach me your ways. I'll walk in them. I may not I may not respond quickly and run after it, but Lord, I will do it. I will, I will, I will. We will choose your ways and we will walk in your ways. And only because you empower us and enable us to do it. So have a good day. Set your minds on things above. Amen.